Welcome to a very special episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. I have recently finished Final Fantasy VII Remake, and I wanted to talk about it here on the show, and I was trying to think of certain ways to be able to talk about the the newly released remake of one of the classic Squaresoft games of the past, Final Fantasy VII. And I was thinking of how to do it, whether it was just me here talking to you, telling you how I felt about it, but then it came to mind, you know what? I think the perfect person to have on this podcast with me to talk about Final Fantasy VII would be someone who talked to me when the Final Fantasy demo came out. And if you listen to that episode, you'll know who that is. It is my cousin, Janice. It's me! Yay! So I thought it'd be a great idea to have her kind of ask me questions. Because by now, there have been so many takes on the Final Fantasy VII Remake. You know, how people feel about it. And their opinions on it. Their ideas on it. What was great, what was not. You know, I could have gone through that whole thing. And we probably might still be going through that type of thing. But I wanted to do something a little bit different. I wanted Janice to ask me questions of Final Fantasy VII Remake. I replayed the game a second time and streamed it on Twitch, and she was there to watch me play through all of it. Well, technically all of it, but so she can kind of get an idea and get a feel for what I was kind of playing through in the game. So yeah, I'm going to have Janice here ask me some questions about Final Fantasy VII Remake. So Janice, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for doing this. I thought you would be a great person to have here, so, you know, to talk about Final Fantasy VII. No problem, Jesse. Are you ready for my questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to start it off with Janice asking me questions on Final Fantasy VII Remake. So, Jesse, mm-hmm. after playing the demo... What was the one thing that you were looking forward to in the full game? The thing that I was looking forward to mostly after playing the demo was to see if the combat was going to be as fun and good as it was in the demo. Like if that was going to be something where am I going to get tired of it after? Am I going to get bored of the combat? Is the combat not going to be engaging enough? That's what I was mostly looking forward to. And do you feel like it was fulfilled? Yeah, I actually really enjoyed the combat in Final Fantasy VII. Um, Compared to other combat systems in the series itself, I love turn-based RPG mechanics. Traditional, you know, RPG turn-based mechanics. But when Final Fantasy kind of moved in more through kind of into the more action-y RPG combat, kind of starting off a little bit, changing up in like Final Fantasy 12, then going on to the online series, and then Final Fantasy 15, um, seeing that 7 Remake was also going to be the combat that was going to be more kind of action-y, I felt they did a really good job. They improved over everything else, and it was nothing. To me, it was like, probably the best thing like like square has learned throughout the games they've put that in like kingdom hearts final fantasy 15 i think this combat in seven is better than than those two games personally in my opinion 
Uh, I, it was really fun having everyone like Cloud, Tifa, Aerith, um, and uh, Barret. All of their combat styles are all different where Cloud is more hack and slash with a sword. Tifa is more of like boxing, punching, kicks, swipes. Uh, Barret is more of a long distance range character. And uh, having Aerith be more of the magic user, but still she she's able to kind of uh, be more helpful where in the original game, you'd have Aerith be more of the healer. So she wouldn't do as much attacks because uh, her attacks aren't that strong. In this one, she felt like you, you, I felt like you can use her more. And she didn't just have to be the healing guinea pig kind of thing. Like she could just be more helpful and, and it was fun have being able to switch through everybody in, in the combat. Um, if you were to pick one character to use in the combat system, which one would be your favorite? Honestly, Tifa was really fun because it felt like it was a mixture of like a fighting game uh, and a beat em up. So you had the mix mix of that, and depending on how you kind of s ended up putting different types of materia on how you kind of uh, used her or what materia you selected, sometimes she could be someone that you can kind of change. Uh, chain attacks with and I forget what the materia was but I put a materia um, on Tifa if I remember correctly where if she rolls and you hit the attack button she'll do an attack which would be kind of like a leg swipe kick and then you can kind of combo into another attack so it kind of like chained attacks like a fighting fighting game so I thought that was really fun kind of like a spinning bird kick yeah kind of like a spinning bird kick yeah yeah thanks <laughs> Yeah, using Tifa, she was one where when I would use her in the game, uh, Cloud would always be the main leader character. So if you're exploring stuff in the game, it's it's just mainly him unless they would switch it. But when you go into combat, you could switch between the different members you have in your party if they're there. Um, <laughs> I would always try to just go to her because I always wanted to use her a bit more. And when I was doing my second playthrough, it kind of like since I was really powerful... Every time I'd try to get to Tifa, Cloud would already kill everybody. So it would just kind of pull me back. So that was always like a, just a little bummer. I was just like, oh, I want to use her more. But it's cool. Was there a character that you used more in the first round? And then maybe a character that you used more in the second round? I would use Cloud a lot. Being in the main character, I would want to build him up more. And since you're using him the most, I used Cloud more. This is the first playthrough I went to went through. And through the second one, I would try to jump into Tifa more because I just liked her. And and mostly with a lot of them, I would kind of uh, go back and forth with them just to kind of uh, upgrade their weapons because you can change different types of weapons they'd have and kind of bring up the abilities of them. So. All right, moving on to the next question. How long did it take you to beat the game in the first time for the first round? God, how much was I want to say it was 34 hours? I want to say 34 hours or 38 hours for the first playthrough of it. Yeah, because, yeah, I think it was 34, 38. And the second time? I think under 20, 20 hours. Is that because you were just going through yeah. the combat? Yeah, my second, um, my second playthrough was just mostly going... What I wanted to do was not only stream it, but let you watch it as well, but not kind of have it bogged down by all the side quest stuff. So I was just running through it because I kind of wanted to just play through it again. I, I wanted to like for fun as well. Um, 
but I already knew kind of what I had to do, so I just kind of rushed through it. So rushing through it, it was just under 20 hours. And how were the side quests for you? For me, the side quests were okay. They weren't great. Um, what I liked a lot, what they did with this version of Final Fantasy VII Remake, was they kind of expanded on how Midgar was and how the different sections were. Like, so you got to, so you got to like, you know, explore everything. You got to like see how everything was, but within the areas, they had uh, side quests. So certain characters, you would have moments where. You know, kind of a cloud would be asked by Tifa, like, hey, go see, you know, be helpful around here. You know, the more you help people, the more they'll like you. And maybe you'll get discounts on, you know, items. You'll you'll be more helpful. You'll stuff like that. And I just felt the missions weren't that great. Everything, everything in 7 Remake was awesome. And I think the missions were not the, the, the side missions were like half assed, not half assed. I don't want to be rude. Um, there is a streamer, he's also on YouTube, his name is Maximilian. He, right off the bat, was like, dude, Midgar itself, like, you know, the sections, like, it's basically like Yakuza, right? Like Yakuza with, the map isn't large, but there's a lot to do. And I agree with him to a point. I felt they did a really good job with how everything was. But the mission, the side missions lacked. Where in, in the Yakuza series, your side mission is as good as the main missions. Like, there's there's so much to the side missions in Yakuza. They're so fleshed out. They have, like, great characters that you'll only ever see that one time. And, like, sometimes batshit, off-the-wall, crazy things you have to do that are just weird. But it fits, and it, it's really fun to play through. Where I want to say... I want to say, like, in 7 Remake, just the side quests were not great. They, I just, that's what was lacking. If anything, like, I would have, like, hey, have, have, hey, Square, ask the Yakuza team just to do your side missions. Because if they did the side missions in Final Fantasy VII, dude, that would be amazing. That would be fan-freaking-tastic. Work on everything else, just let the Yakuza team work on the side missions. Do you feel like it was more of a filler yeah, I mean, going, anything? going going through the game, they had to, you know, this is Final Fantasy VII Remake, but it's 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 a part of, it's it's a small part of the the whole original game, right? You were you took you about five hours originally in in the original game is expanded into this one game, the first part of how many parts there are into the series that they're making for remake. Um, I think it was there to kind of pad out time so that people wouldn't be like, well, I paid $60 and this was only 10 hours of gameplay. Uh, I just, you know, I would be fine with it. I honestly, if they had the side missions they had with this now, I'd be fine with them if they were great. You know, and, and you, you, there'll probably be people saying like, well, not every game has great side missions. And it's like, you're right. There's a lot of games that don't have great side missions. You know, you, you can look at, like, the Assassin's Creed series. Um, I don't know why that's the only one that pops into mind. But the ones, and there's very few, the ones that have great side missions that are as good as the main story is The Witcher 3 and Yakuza. I would say are top of the line. Like, their side missions are fleshed out, well done. And it's possible. 
I'm pretty sure it's a lot of work. But I, I mean, I would have preferred better side missions personally. All right, moving on to the next question. Okay. And speaking on missions, uh -huh. what was your favorite main mission? Main mission. Mm, that's a good one. Uh, you know what? I think it's really unfair. <laughs> the What was in the original demo, uh, that pretty much the beginning part of Final Fantasy VII, uh, kind of blowing up one of the section or the areas... Um, pretty much that first part that you played in the demo was really fun playing it through it again. I think that was well done. Like that just felt, that was probably one of my favorite parts. Damn it. I want to say there's more. Um, what else was good? Sorry. I don't want to just leave it at that one. Well, if that's it, then wait, wait, that's wait. what you feel, right? No, no, that's, you know what? One of the things that I really did like, though, and a lot of I know that a lot of people were just kind of iffy about this, but the little side section with Jesse, Biggs, and Wedge, when you kind of go along with Jesse and like she has to go visit her family in the section because she needed to grab uh, her father's key card for one of the Shinra buildings that he worked at. That yeah, was the fun. pizza thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was pizza. great. That was fun because it added more to the characters and then you got to learn more about them and just the side story stuff and some of the combat aspects in that area when you had to infiltrate uh, places was was fun i liked it you know that scene specifically wanted me to actually be there with jesse biggs and her mom uh -huh. and like actually see them eat the pizza and stuff <laughs> while you're like going to get the key card yeah, yeah. like that made me want to actually see them like have a, a scene just yeah the conversation them eating. and them eating yeah, yeah yeah but that didn't happen no that was sad yeah. um going back into combat mm -hmm. i know we talked about this earlier but we're gonna revisit that um now that you played the game a second time through mm -hmm. would you go a third time playing it with a classic combat system the turn base. Um, what, um, I don't, no, I would want to try it. No, the only reason why, okay, I know you're shocked. You're giving me a shocked face. The only reason why is because what I'm hearing, what I've heard is it's not really as classic as it is. And I don't think this game was intended to be played that way. It was just added into kind of appease fans of final fantasy 7 and maybe people who are just kind of like what it's it's not turn-based and it's more actiony like I, i'm cool to try it like i'll turn it on and i'll try it out but what from what i'm hearing it isn't really turn-based you know if you're gonna give me a turn-based final fantasy 7 remake combat style i want it to look like a turn-based game you know i don't want to have the option of being able to move around or i want it to be like choose your attacks everyone you know attack and all that stuff at basic turn based because so that game was meant to be like that just yeah. to be this new combat system for all i know yes it was meant to be that way so i feel this was just put in there to make people happy and what i was hearing what well, with the stuff i was hearing from other people playing it 
who was like, it was okay. And just didn't give me that, like, well, it doesn't seem fun. Like, why switch it if, if I've had the original game, which has its basic turn-based combat, which was fun. And then this new game, which has a new type of action combat, which is fun. But then like, hey, let's, you can switch it back to turn-based, but it's not as fun. It's like, why? You know, like for me, it's, it's, I don't, I wouldn't want to. But I would like to play it a third time, yeah. You would? Yeah, actually, I had uh, fun. I, like, I wanted... If I was able to play my second time through the way I wanted to, because I just wanted to rush through it. I didn't want to bore anybody and kind of just do not just random stuff here and there. Because my first time was... I played my first time. I didn't want to stream it. I wanted to take everything in, you know? Took my time with it. Uh, my second time... Uh, wanted to rush through it just to kind of stream it and so you could see it too but like my third time I just want to go back to my first to just kind of okay relax you know take everything in slowly level up my materia level up whatever else I need to level up you know uh, what did I miss over here what did I miss over there because then going back later on to kind of see oh what did I miss uh I found out I missed a ton of stuff, even in my first playthrough, you know? I didn't know, like, oh, you could do this. This was there, you know? Oh, I thought I, I checked everything, you know? So. And uh, regarding the combat, was there a favorite boss fight? The boss fight that I really liked was when you fought... It's not really Genova... I don't want... Okay, uh, you fight Genova in uh, President Shinra's office, but it's not really... It's it's more of an illusion, but it's more when the tentacle hands kind of come from the floor and then you're attacking. I like combat. Sometimes I hate... Even in like regular action games or even RPGs where I have to focus on multiple things and then still the main thing, but if it's done well... You know, as in like, oh, it's really fun to like, okay, I got to take these out and taking these out. I attack them even harder and it the main the main boss or whatever gets hurt, you know, whatever. Um, if it's done in, well, it's fun. And then there's other times where it's just more, man, I have to focus my attention on this while the main enemy is hitting me and basically killing me in two hits. But I can't do anything if I have to pay attention to these other two things, if that makes any sense. Uh, but the Genova fight was fun. I liked it. The music was really good on the two. So we talked about your favorite boss fight. Mm -hmm. So now, Jesse, I'm going to ask you um, regarding combat, what was the boss fight that you hated? Uh, the one I hated was toward the end because there's a, a section that when you get to the crossroads and you kind of have to go through kind of like a not a portal but like kind of through once you take this step you're you're leaving 
anyway, sorry, I don't want to give too much away. But um, anyway, from there, um, you have a few boss fights, and there's these three figures. One that looks like that has two guns in its hands. One that looks like it has two swords. You had to fight that, including some other things. Um, it had multiple different forms, in a way, and then would kind of combine into Bahamut and then attack, right? Um, that one was my least favorite because up to that point in the game, if you fought against anybody, whether it's a boss or even a standard enemy, if you lost, you would just restart from where that fight began, right? In this one, you probably went maybe 20, 30 minutes, maybe 45 minutes in. And if you died between that, because everyone, even when I watch people's streams, a lot of people died once the characters combine and make Bahamut, and then Bahamut just comes in, boom, pretty much one hit kills everybody and, and dies. You have to go all, it, it starts, you. the checkpoint wasn't all the way up until that crossroads part. So then you just go, oh, I don't, having to kind of like, Knowing that it didn't, like, either you thought, oh, you fucked up and didn't save something or didn't have an opportunity to do something. It's like, no, that's how it's made. You have to start over from the beginning again. That was annoying. That became annoying. So then you just, like, and I, I watched a few streams. Everyone had almost the same reaction was like, are you fucking serious? I have to start, like, from this point. It was weird because it's at the end and that never happened within the game, you know? If anything, you... You started off before you died. You know, you started off in that beginning of that fight, right? And and with that one, um, yeah, it was just more annoying than anything. Because then, then from there, you're like, okay, well, I'm going to extra prepare. I'm going to get extra stuff, make sure everyone... It just kind of like, hey, you should have been... You should have been guarding. You should have made sure your health was up and you should have done this. So you just kind of do that your second round. It's not super difficult everyone just kind of prepares after that so then you already know oh shit okay he's becoming Bahamut um I'm gonna heal myself right now because he's gonna hit me but it'll only drop me up to this much and you know it just kind of prepares you for the second round but it's just more annoying because you just had to go through all that shit again that so someone someone um going into this battle for the first time you don't think that they would be able to defeat him in the first round no, probably. Maybe someone who's just in that manner of... Well, I think it's... What also, like, makes it shitty, though, too, is that you have to start all the way over. It's not like everything else that had happened to that point where, oh, I'm just going to start the fight again from the beginning. It's like, no, you have to go through this whole thing first, then go through the boss fight in its, let's say, forms. It's, it's third form. So you have to do all that again, where in the previous fights... If you had to fight something, you just started from that, you know, first boss fight kind of thing. All right, moving on to weapons. Okay. What was your favorite weapon of choice for Cloud? My favorite weapon. Ah, I forget the name of it. Shoot, I should have looked it up. Um, my favorite weapon for Cloud was the one that looked like it had the writing on it. It was had the red hilt, and it had red on it, and it looked like, God, it looked like it was. What's the thing I'm... I think people right now know what it is and are screaming that it's this. Um, but it had like... It didn't have a sharp pointy end. It was flat. I forget what it was called. Hard edge. That's what it's called. 
hard edge. Yeah, my favorite sword was the hard edge. It looked cool, and it was just the one sword that, like, I don't know. I just liked how it looked and how it performed. Now, it wasn't one that I kept toward the end because I got ended up getting a more powerful sword, but I kind of hesitated switching to that other one because I liked the hard edge one more. So that was my one of my favorite swords on there. And what was your favorite weapon overall? And that could be with any character, like Tifa or um, Cloud. I liked Tifa's gloves, like any of her gloves, but she had one. I forget the name of it, but it had feathers on it. That was one of my favorite ones that she had. I wasn't a big fan of the one that looked like she had tiny Wolverine claws. Like, I didn't like that one. Why like, not? Just because that it's cool. like... That, the reason why is because I had those on when I played through it my second time. And I had those on. She's talking with her hands. And I'm just thinking, like... If I was talking to her, I'd be like, yo, put those down. Like, put it... Like, calm down. <laughs> like, just... <laughs> like, you know... Wear, just wear regular gloves, yo. Like, you don't have to have these spiky ones. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I didn't. That was my least favorite just because the, like, it was like, oh, okay, they looked cool when you saw them, but when they were on the character during cutscenes, it looked so off to me. I don't know why. It just, it, it, that bothered me. I know you didn't get to experience the upgrade system for the weapons. How was it now that you had the experience of going through the full game? Was it pretty easy? Was it hard to get your weapons upgraded or No, I liked but, how they stream your opinion. I stream they how they streamlined anything everything from weapons and materia. Um at first it's like okay, how how are they doing it cuz it changed it changed up a bit from the original game. But what I really liked that they did was and weapons specifically um you can get a if you level up a certain weapon, you can do a specific move. So like certain weapons like let's say Tifa had some of her gloves, she could do some some moves that were like a sonic punch or whatever right if you maxed out that weapon or the glove whether it's a glove the gun if you maxed out that gun that special move will carry over to the next thing so as long as you max it out it carries over so you can max out all the weapons and have all their abilities and still keep their specials within those weapons so i thought that was really cool i really liked how they did that um I didn't feel like, oh man, it's gonna take forever to try to get this or, or get that. Usually, um, the only real, the way to 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 level it up was just to use that move, that special move. So I don't know if you noticed, when I'm playing through the game, I kept using a, a move over and over and over again just so I can max it out. That was the only way to max it out was to use that move, and it had. I think the move had to hit every time to like increase it. So. I did not notice that, but no? okay. that's good to know that you were using the. Spinning bird kick a lot. <laughs> well, it was like, it was, it was kind of something like that. Like knowing what I had to do, I was like, oh, is this boring to watch me? Just like, why are you using the same thing over and over? You know, it's not boring. No? I just didn't know why you were using it over oh, okay. and over again. Like, but really now like that this? I know, yeah. yeah, he likes the spinning booty. <laughs> After playing the demo. I don't think you were able to give your favorite character, but after playing the full game, what did you feel was your favorite character in the game? Um, yeah, a lot of the characters, they did a really good job. They, it's, it's hard. It's hard. Like they, 
it's not it was really cool to see them give more character to like Biggs, Wedge, and Jesse. I thought that was really cool. I really like them. Um I don't know, like Tifa and Aerith. They were great too. Oh man, but if I had to choose one of my favorite honestly it was Tifa. I thought they did the the voice actress for it was great. I just thought like how she was throughout the game was really cool. It's hard because that one was it's like a mix between the two. Like it's like right there, Aerith is just right there, kind of edging over, and then Jesse's coming from behind, you know. But uh, uh, Tifa was like, I really enjoyed her in this in the in the remake. Oh, I enjoyed her too. <laughs> it was funny. Did you notice uh, when we streamed? Uh, someone I know from work watched me play and their first comment was, oh, I want her body, but not, it wasn't like a guy. It was a girl saying like, she wants her fit body. Tifa's fit oh. body. Yeah. And I, I was just, I, I was funny cause I just started laughing. I thought it was funny that it's like, I knew she was going to say that, but it was even funnier that she did. And she had typed it into chat and I was like, <laughs> okay. Like, oh my God. I want a body like that. It's good. Yeah. And is Tifa your favorite character in the original Final Fantasy series? You know what? To be honest, in, in the original, I liked them all. I thought they were all great. I never really... You would always have, even back then, like people kind of debating, who's the best, Eris? Well, when I was growing up, it was Eris, but they've changed it to Aerith. Um, who's better, Eris or, or Tifa? Like, who, who you choose? Who's the best character? Or even if it was just characters in general, not between the, the, the females. Like, who is it? Barrett, Red 13, Vincent, Yuffie, who haven't been in this game yet. Like, oh, who's your, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? But, like, for me, it was... In, in a lot of the Final Fantasy games, I like all the characters. It's very rare for me not to like any of the main characters, unless they're made to not be liked. Um... But in in this one, like I don't like you know, I liked Cloud in this. I liked everybody. I think Tifa just edges it over, just because I think everything just worked, you know, voice actress, everything like that. But before, I just never really had a favorite. If anything, maybe I don't know. Favorite was probably just Cloud because he was cool with the sword as a kid. I, I liked him, but I don't remember ever being like, oh, this is the best one. I I never had that like, oh, I want T. I would choose Tifa over Aerith. Aerith over Tifa, whatever. No, I never, I was never like that. I liked them all. And Ooh, and I forget Sid too, but he hasn't been in this game yet. So. How about a villain or an enemy? It could be one that you just like or you fucking hate that you like them. You know what? I liked the Turks in this one. I thought they were really great. Um, having them uh, in here and kind of expanding and you don't even get to like see all the members of the Turks yet. I think there's still one more person that needs to get introduced, but they were the dudes in the black suits and they're part of the Turks. And I don't know why right now I am blanking on their names. Reno? Reno? I forget. Um, But you know, the bald one, the one with long hair and then the one with the red hair. I don't know why I'm blanking on all their names. Um, I like them. I, I like them a lot and it was cool. Some of the added stuff because you never really got to fight them till way later. So they added some extra fights in this one. Uh, I think Sephiroth as a main as a main villain as a character, I've always liked him. I've hate I've hated who he's become now because of the fandom, you know, because of how everything is. 
Um, in this one, are we going to be talking about endings or any of that stuff? I don't have any questions about endings because I didn't watch it. So oh, okay, okay, okay. I uh, um, and I did not go and research it. Okay, so. that's cool. That's cool. Um, in this one, there's more. Okay, so I don't want to be one of those people that are like, well, it's not like the original, right? This is different. We're pl we're this is a different type of game where where this is gonna be in again. We don't know how many parts, but this is gonna be stretched out more than anything. Uh, I feel it. Sephiroth has become the Darth Vader effect in Final Fantasy, where he has to be there because it's him. Because it's Sephiroth, he has to be in it. And it's like, why does he have to be in it right now? Because in the original game, he doesn't really show up. He's talked about, but Sephiroth isn't, you know, there's he doesn't show up until way later in the game. Now, again, this is different. I get it. Uh, they have moments where Cloud will have visions. He'll see Sephiroth. You know, he'll kind of have conversations with him. Is he there? Is he not there? He goes, he's in the Shinra building. Other people see him, like all this stuff. You didn't, ne you never saw him. He was only mentioned, right? Um, actually, no, until, oh no, even, yeah, even when he kills the president, like you don't see it. You just see the president dead on his table with a sword in his back. You don't see him till way later. In this, I just, I would say I hate what Sephiroth has become. Um, because the fans want him there. If he's not in it, why isn't he in this the first part? You know, there's no bill like it, it annoys me that it's like why can't we just have the build up? Why does he have to be in it? Um and there's a reason why, but I kinda don't want to talk about that right now. But I, I like I guess I understand, but I would have preferred if he was just mentioned more than anything. H having Cloud having his flashbacks, even like seeing old trailers from before. I was like, oh, okay, if, if Cloud's just having flashbacks or image or, or thoughts of him or stuff like that, that's cool. Okay, I'm fine with that. But uh, you actually fight him at the end of the game, and I hated that. I hated it because it's just like, why? Why do we have to do this now? But yeah. So uh, he, he went from, it's just more, I under, it's, I know why they did it, and I hate it. I don't hate it. Hate's a strong word. I don't like it. I dislike it. Sometimes I feel like you don't have to do everything for the fans. You don't have to give all the fans what they want. And sometimes I don't feel you have to. But they have their own plan, so I don't know until until everything's finished. I don't know. Yeah, there's still, uh, what, like five more developments? Don't know. Maybe. Don't know. We, don't, we don't know yet. Yeah, but... I don't know. Um, now that you got the full picture of the game how did you feel about the graphics i thought they were great it looked really good i thought that uh square went above and beyond and making like the characters looked awesome the world looked awesome like i remember playing through it the first time just like seeing just everything just kind of like looking around like whoa this is like you can look up i could see the plates of everything you know i could see the plates i could look at the sky there's no sky only the plates. I could look out from the distance. I could turn my head. You know, you could just see things come to life. That was really great. That was like the best thing about it. You know, there's moments where you're going through the game where like, oh, the texture on the door looks like shit. The flowers look like bricky polygons. 
You know, um, some moments if you were going through something, like if you're running through something, you don't notice it. But if you were to stop and look, you're like, oh, this is just a picture of, you know, the city under us. But when you look at it, it's a low quality image. So it looks kind of blurry and you're just like, oh, okay. But when I was running through it, you just don't notice, you know, like, but what I'm hearing is it's, I think it's. The PS4, it's, it's a great system. It's powerful, but it's like, you know, texture pop-ins, loading, stuff like that isn't, it would kind of slow down or it's not there. But what, what people have, that I've heard, people have kind of dug into the data mined the game and found that like, well, a good example, like you'll see a, a Shinra a helicopter flying by, nice detailed helicopter, but the Shinra symbol is all a blurry mess, pixelated blurry mess. And you're like, why does it look that bad? But I guess people data mined this, uh, the data of the game and found, oh no, all of these assets, there's high res images of them. It's just not, I think it's like kind of when you're making it, again, I don't work in video games. I don't know how everything works, but what makes sense to me is, okay, we need this game to run really well. You know, it needs to be, it can't have a hiccup in combat or anything like that. But I noticed that, oh, if we make the flower bed super sharp and nice, it slows stuff down. So you have to kind of sacrifice like, okay, we can't put the high res textures here because then our particle effects won't look as good. The combat slows down. So it's kind of balancing everything. Okay, we got to drop the quality of this to make this run better. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's like a sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know? but I think when the inevitable, inevitable for a PS5 version comes out, we'll get those high res. Oh, look at this! It looks super sharp and beautiful. Well, it's gonna happen because you know they're gonna re-release this on PS5, and that will be the definitive version, the more better looking version. Again, not saying that this game looks horrible. It looks great, but then there's moments where you just go, ooh. You know, oh, if you put a close up of the flowers, why don't, why don't you just make those flowers look nice, but not the ones that are from far away? You know. Yeah, I thought it looked great. So yeah, at least on my TV when you were streaming, it looked great. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 it looked great. I'm just saying those other things, but I understand. Like, I get, I get what was going. I, I thought the game looked beautiful. So. So you mentioned the music wasn't really present in the demo. Um, did that change in the full game? It and did, what did you think of it? It did change. Um, I think I focused a lot more than I wanted to on the demo music, but throughout this, the, the game itself, I like the new rearranged tracks and then there's certain boss fights. There's certain, uh, uh, enemies you encounter when the music kicks up, um, they would remix it in a way to bring back kind of like the old style. Uh, there's a fight toward the end, even as much as I didn't like the Sephiroth fight, they used one of the songs, which I don't remember the name. And and it hit well, like it was like hell yeah, oh man! It just it just like it was it was awesome. It's like and you're like I'm playing and just being like oh this is great. I don't know. They just they did a great job with the soundtrack. Um, I liked it a lot.
And then the same thing that you didn't experience too much of the voice acting in the demo. How was it when you're experiencing the full game? I thought the main characters were great. Everyone, uh, I think her name is Brianna White, who did Aerith. She was fantastic. I thought she did a great job. Uh, Barrett, Cloud, Tifa, you know, every main character, uh, the voice acting was fantastic. I thought it was great. Then you had, like, characters who were sideline characters, characters who were just like, uh, you know, when we're in the uh, the... Not the subway, but the train. Remember, and then and then there's that character. It's just the NPC who's just like, "Oh, these terrorists! Huh? You, you, they, they're they're here causing trouble, and oh, they're not paying attention. And I work for Shinra, and and you had commented like, Ugh, weird voice acting. Yeah, that that moment. There are moments where you're just like, oh, the voice acting is just not, not fantastic here. But I don't think that matters in the grander aspect of the whole thing i thought the main characters everyone who voiced you know red 13 all those characters like they were just great i thought i loved it i thought it was they did a good job i really liked the voice acting i liked most of them yeah. there were some that i was like eh. who didn't you like um i don't know it's probably an unpopular opinion but Aerith. Aerith, like... you didn't i thought she did a great job beto had told me that too he he had told me that he didn't like her voice acting, uh, I enjoyed her. I thought she was great. I think she did what she was supposed to do, but uh -huh. it was a little cringy, like just too. Uh, what was what was one of the cringy ones? Like her overall. Oh really? Performance was a little cringy, but mm. that's just me. Mm -hmm. And were there any moments in the game where you became emotional, and that could be sad, mad, or even frustrated? I don't know what it was, to be honest. Anytime Marlene was in the game, she had her moments. Um, I thought who whoever voiced her, uh, Barrett's daughter, like just the way she talked, like between conversations of Barrett and her, and and I don't want to go to bed, Daddy. I want to talk more, you know, stuff like that. Like that, I don't know why. I was just like, why do I want? to weep right now like she just did such a she was so adorable cute like she she had did such a good job and it was like oh marlene this is marlene you know like that she's here and and she just that voice actress just like everything like you know she gets scared of cloud the cloud comes up to her and she's like oh she goes hiding and stuff and barrett gets all pissed off like what are you coming up to my daughter like she like any moment with her made me kind of like emotional it was weird yeah <laughs> yeah she was awesome yeah. i think she was probably my favorite character yeah she... um maybe top three of yeah. all of final fantasy remake yeah was she um was she in the actual game yeah Marlene for was the original mm -hmm. okay was, was she as present she or had not her, that much she had her moment but there's more of her in this than than oh, okay. the original yeah I'm glad they changed that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of changing stuff up, how did the remake compare to the original? And was there anything new? And did you think that they should have added anything or left anything out? Man, this is, yeah, it's a lot. Um, for me, you know how you know my stance on a lot of the that stuff is. Um, even if they did stuff I didn't enjoy, it won't do anything from the original. 
you know, like as it won't ruin it. Like this game could have been a complete garbage fire. Um, and I would have been like, okay, that sucked, but I still have the original. It doesn't matter. But they did a really good job with this one. I, I, I really enjoyed what they did, the stuff they changed. Um, I really did enjoy, I know people, some people didn't more time with Jesse, Biggs, and Wedge. You know, I really liked Jesse. I liked Wedge. I liked Biggs. I liked how how their characters were and how how they portrayed them. Um, that was probably a lot of my favorite stuff. All the side stuff you got to do with them. You got to kind of know them more. Even knowing their outcome was that they were going to die, you know. Um, in the original, they died during that... Uh, during when uh, Shinwon was trying to disconnect the plates to kill everybody. Uh, they died in that part. And they died in it in this game too. But they changed it up. Um, Biggs doesn't die. He, they, at the end of the, the game. It kind of pans back into the orphanage. And Biggs is in there. In the bed like bandaged up. So you're like oh shit Biggs is alive. They, they kind of allude to Wedge is alive too. Wedge hasn't died because he got saved a couple of times and he was he was there longer like when Wedge falls he was supposed to die there Wedge just falls boom to his death he should have died <laughs> what's your hate with, what's your hate with Wedge I, I don't I don't know um and then there's a lot of people have talked that probably no one died really in this one like even though they showed that death scene with Jesse that she might still be alive so it's possible because I think when you go to look, when they show Wedge, they showed a bandana. And at first I was like, okay, that's Wedge's bandana, but those aren't his gloves. Those are Jesse's gloves. So it looked like, because he's in the bed and then there's a counter right next to him. And then there's like the red bandana and you're like, oh, okay, that's, that's Biggs's bandana. But then you see gloves and you're like, I don't think he was wearing those. I think those are Jesse's. So her gloves are there. You don't see her. So a lot of people are talking that she's still alive. So I thought that was that was cool. Um changes up change ups that I didn't like. I didn't like again, I kinda already said I don't I didn't like the Sephiroth portion. Not all of it, like toward the end. I didn't like it, but you know, we already know how I feel. People did, but I'm I don't I just don't it's like, that's why I call it the Darth Vader. It's like everyone puts so much. Oh, Darth Vader has to be in this. Like, I hated Star Wars Rogue One because Vader was in the end. Because I was like, why? Like, why? Like, because he has to be. I hate, I hate when people say that. He has to be. It's like, why does he have to be, though? Like, why? Because this starts off with how the beginning of A New Hope is and yada, yada, yada. It's like, no. You don't have to. They do it because that's what people want. They did that to Sephiroth. I hated it. Didn't like it. Is that what they did in the original? Is that they kept him in the actual game? or He's in the game. Sephiroth, in the original game, Sephiroth is basically the moments where you see him, where he's there. He's not really there. He's in an area where he's kind of frozen, right? Technically, Sephiroth isn't there anymore, but he is. It's weird. Um, so I'll kind of explain a little bit more. So the ending, how how Final Fantasy VII Remake ends, 
Um, so you saw the whispers, those kind of ghostly figures that are flying around and, you know, it kind of seems like they're preventing or helping with certain things. And while I was going through the game originally, I thought, oh, these characters are the people who have died. I thought because they were never in the original game. The whispers were never in there. Um, I thought, oh, the whispers are people who have died and they can't go into back to the earth because of everything that Shinra is doing with taking Mako from the planet. Um, like they're unable to kind of like cross over in a way. So that's why I thought they were there. But then as things were going on, you notice that they're interacting with things. Uh, but pretty much what's kind of been confirmed, I'm sure it's confirmed. Well, it is in, in the way it's an end. The whispers are actually preventing the change of history. So they completely, not completely, they change stuff in the end. Um, and what people are speculating is Sephiroth is actually from the future. He knows he fails. So what they did in this remake is that Sephiroth is going back. He's fucking with Cloud and trying to change course, trying to change things in the storyline, the original timeline of Final Fantasy, so that he doesn't lose, I'm, I'm guessing. And the whispers are there to prevent it. They're trying to stop it. So they're trying to make things happen the way they are. So when you have that moment where Sephiroth kills President Shinra and then stabs Barrett, the whispers save Barrett. I don't know how. Either they heal him or take the blow. Because even you're like, oh shit, he because that never happened. Barrett doesn't get stabbed. And then so you think, oh shit, did they just kill him? But then the whispers, so... People are saying that the whispers are basically people who are trying to keep the original storyline going, but Sephiroth is, knows what's going to happen, and he went back to change things. So that's why the ending of Final Fantasy uh, VII Remake is once they went and defeated Sephiroth, it's kind of like saying, hey, from now on, we don't know what's going to happen. It could be anything. And then how that ends. Because you had a question. There was a guy with black hair. And you're like, who's Zach? Who is this guy? You were asking me? So, I mean, for people watching, but even for you, Janice, Zach. And this is like a spoiler for the future of the storyline of Final Fantasy VII. Whether they follow this or not, which I think they will. Cloud isn't who he says he is. Cloud is, is not a soldier. That's why everyone was like... It's like, wait, you're a soldier? And then there's moments where Tifa... I <laughs> like your, your surprised face. Um, Tifa, when when Cloud says, yeah, I haven't seen you in like five years. And Tifa kind of goes, there's a moment in the remake where she goes, what? Five? Like, she questions the five years. Like, I haven't seen you since you left as a kid. Like, that's not what she said. Is the reason why is Cloud did see her five years ago, but she didn't know it was him. Long story short... Sephiroth and Zack go to Cloud's original village when Tifa's older. So everything that happens there, that's where Sephiroth finds out about Genova, that his that Genova, he's an experiment from Genova created. So Genova's his mother. He loses his mind, burns down Cloud's entire village. Um and Zack is actually when you think it's Cloud, it's actually Zack. The reason why is 
Cloud never became a soldier. He was just a regular Shinra soldier. That's why that guy was just like, Cloud, you're here? When it was in that building, it's because Cloud was just a regular soldier. <laughs> Unmute your, your mic. I want to hear you. <laughs> oh, my God. What? <laughs> I'm just so surprised. Yeah. So, okay, the reason why is, and Cloud didn't do it on purpose. Cloud was friends with Zack, who was a soldier. Cloud went to that meeting in his old town, but Cloud kind of hid under his soldier outfit. Like, no one knew it was him. Uh, and I'm probably butchering how this happens. Um, so that big event that Cloud talks about, he was but wasn't there. That's why Tifa was kind of, uh, because Tifa didn't forget, but she just... Cloud, you hear about Mako poisoning. You hear about all that. Um, that's what happened to Cloud. That's why he thinks he basically put himself in Zack's role, but not purposely. Mm -hmm. Because of the Mako poisoning, he thought he was a soldier. He thought he was what Zack ended up being. So that's why everyone's like, you're not a soldier. Not that they know. They're just like, this guy is, I don't remember him, you know. Mm -hmm. But Cloud doesn't know that. Cloud thinks he is because of the Mako poisoning and, and everything that had happened. But anyway, um, Cloud impales Sephiroth because Z I think Zack doesn't, no, he doesn't get killed. Zack doesn't get killed. Zack gets knocked out. Tifa gets hit, hurt, and they're out. And since Cloud was kind of out, he grabs Sephiroth's sword that he left and stabs him. Um, man, I forget how that part ends when Sephiroth encounters Genova for the first time. Uh, so basically, long story short, they, they follow this up in Crisis Core. You get to know more of Zack's story in the game Crisis Core. But in the original story, you find out Cloud uh, Zack dies protecting Cloud. Because all of Shinra goes to attack. Zack dies from fighting off all the Shinra soldiers. So that's why Cloud has his buster sword. That's why Cloud has his outfit. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't do it on purpose. So later on in the game in Final Fantasy VII. Cloud realizes what had happened. But then doesn't know if he's real. He starts to lose his mind. Like am I this person? Like I thought I was this person. But am I actually Cloud? Do I even know Tifa? There's a huge thing where he just starts kind of realizing like. Am I even who I say I am? Like, I'm not a soldier. I was never a first class. I, you know, I took pretty much someone else's identity. Um, whose his name was Zach. But I, I don't, it's not me. Like, it's, it's, and he starts freaking out thinking, did I make all it up? Did I make Tifa up? Am I, do I not even really know Tifa? Do I make my family up? Did I make the village up? So there's, there's a section later on in the game where he freaks out about it. Like, he just doesn't know. But, as you know now, he he was, he did, he was part of Shinra. He wasn't a soldier. He was just, he wasn't a soldier first class. He was just a regular grunt. He just kind of took over that because of the poison he kind of forgot. So, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, sorry. I had to kind of explain that because at the end of this, now going back to the ending of Final Fantasy VII Remake... You see that scene of Zack fighting against all those soldiers. And Zack dies. But when um, the ending, when you technically beat Sephiroth. Um, and he says, after this, everything's not going to go the way it is. Until we meet again or whatever. 
and kind of ends it. And so Barrett, Tifa, Red 13, Eris, they're all outside of Midgar. And they're like, we don't know where we're going. We're, we're out to the unknown. Barrett kind of says goodbye to Marlene. Not like he doesn't see her, but she Marlene feels something. And kind of turns and goes, Daddy? And then he's just like, Marlene! But like it's not like, you know, he's on the other side or whatever. Um, so they're going to go on their adventure. But then you notice it kind of... It's weird. That's why everyone's debating right now. Then you're kind of getting a flashback of Zack. But then Zack is there, like all beat up. And then he goes like, huh, I beat them all. So now people are saying Zack's alive. He never died. Because then it shows a scene, kind of like a ghost image of like Zack carrying Cloud and them walking together. And so when Eris, Aerith, Tifa, Cloud, all of them are walking, that ghost image is walking back and both like Zack and Aerith kind of notice each other. It's weird. It's That's why everyone's thinking like, how much did they change? Is everything changed now? Did they... Is Zack alive now? Is he is he a part of it? Like, Zack's supposed to die? Like, so, it's just all up in the air. So, for me, Tetsuya Nomura, he kind of did a Kingdom Hearts. Like, that's what everyone's getting mad about. Like, oh, now you're Kingdom Heartsing the story. You're going to make it make no sense and it's going to be stupid or whatever. What I feel they're probably going to do to kind of end this question because I've already gone pretty long um, I wasn't a big fan of the whispers, um, how I think it's interesting having like, oh, okay, Sephiroth is coming to change the time of everything, but then I don't dig that at all. Is, is, um, Zack alive? Is Zack not alive? All that stuff is just to have you question everything so that you think, oh, Things aren't going to turn out the way they are. You know what? I don't care if they change everything. As long as it makes sense and they do a good job. Because, like I've said from the beginning, as long as the original is still there, I don't care. This could be a big pile of dog doo-doo. But as long as the original is still there, it won't ruin Final Fantasy. But where it seems like it might be going... It, I'm curious, but then it's just like, uh, are you just going to do a Darth Vader to the whole thing? That's pretty much what I Okay. Yeah. Now I'm forgetting. Was that the whole question? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was. Okay. It was, uh, did you think they should have added or left something out? Yeah. yeah. Um, now, again, like, see, that's the thing. I don't want to say, oh, they should have left all that out because I don't know where they're going, though. Right. Until everything is done. We could kind of be like, oh, okay, yeah, they shouldn't have done this, or what they built up here didn't have a payoff, you know? So I, I don't know, but that's how I feel. I just don't like a lot of how that was, but we won't really know how it's supposed to turn out until it comes out, you know? Like, when everything's finished, so. Yeah. You know so, what? I, I, you know what I wanted to ask you? Know, Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I... That's why when you're like, who's Zach? And I'm like, mm. you know, when you were asking me <laughs> questions and stuff, I was like, I don't want to tell you. But then I like, that's the thing. It's cool to see your reaction because, and I might've just ruined another stream where you're watching me and then you would have been like, Ooh, now, you know, you know, but, um, it's cool to see that I thought 
I thought you would have been like, oh, that's what I thought because they kept saying stuff like this. You know what I mean? Like, I thought you kind of, I felt like they kind of not told you, but like they were laying it on the thick so that if you never played it, you're like, something's up, you know? Because everyone keeps saying like, you're a soldier. You know, I thought you were going to, or people were going to be like, oh, that means he's not, you know, like kind of figure it out. But it like, okay, that, it was cool to see your reaction. That was, that was awesome. Yeah, that was my genuine reaction. Was. Yeah, yeah. In your face, I wish I would have recorded that. It was awesome. You were just like, <gasps> like, just shocked. That was cool. Jesse. Yeah. The final golden question. <gasps> How many broken controllers do you give Final Fantasy VII Remake? Oh, How many broken controllers? I give it, to be honest... On the state it's in, how it is being the first part of this whole thing, it's standing on its own. I give it, honestly, four four broken controllers out of five. It wasn't perfect, but it was, I liked what they did. Um, there was a lot of improvements it needed. You know, side missions, like I said, side quests. Um story again i could i could harp all i want but we won't really know the effect of it until the whole thing's complete so that's kind of left off the table but stuff like combat things like that um i really enjoyed uh ooh, what really probably affected it for me was they they stretched some things out so long and even you had commented like man this section's really long and i told you like yeah but i'm running through this just imagine how long it was when I wasn't running. Yeah, through it. Uh, that was bad. <laughs> there's some things where you're just like, fuck, I'm here again. Like, or man, this is taking way too long. That was like some of the things I didn't like was they, they padded out sections and there's boring moments to it where it was just like, I honestly would have been fine. A lot of people wouldn't have felt this way. I would have been fine with a 20 to 25 hour game. I didn't need. A 40 hour, 50, 60 hour game because, oh, I'm playing an RPG. I'm paying $60. So I need 60 hours or I need 50 hours to make my money, to make it worth it. Honestly, for me, I don't care if a game costs 60 bucks and only lasts 10 or 15 hours. The only reason why is if it's good, if it like has great pacing, great storytelling, great everything, I'm okay paying $60 for a well crafted game. Instead of paying $60 for a well-crafted game, but adding all this stuff that you don't need. You get what I'm saying? Like extra padding. Because it felt like they were afraid to like, we need to add more stuff because people are going to get mad it's not 60 hours. You know? If, for me personally, you you could keep it. I would Again, I would have been fine with a, like a 40-hour game, but if you added more good stuff. Not the padding. Like... I would have been cool exploring more of Midgar, more areas, like just to check it out, you know? Um, hire the Use that money to hire the Yakuza team to do the side quests like I was talking about. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm, I, I give it a four out of five. Not perfect, but still had a great time. Great time. I thought they did, for this being the first part, how it, how it started and how it ended... I really did enjoy that ending part, not the Sephiroth part, but as in I, I enjoyed how it how it uh, wrapped up because it felt like 
like Lord of the Rings, like how it's ending. Like this is the ending of the first part. And and the adventure is just about to begin, you know. And But it felt like a good bookend to like the first book out of how many. You get what I'm saying? I don't know. I, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I never read or seen Lord of the Rings, so no. I can't tell you. But yeah. I can imagine from you describing it how it's almost like a present with a little bow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you yeah. just are going to move on to the next portion mm-hmm. with that present. Well, thank you, Jesse. Those all the questions that I had for you. Nice. Well, thank you for... um taking your time to give me this. Cause I kind of wanted to do something a little bit different. Everyone else was, you know, giving their opinions online and you, you can find hours and hours of people dissecting it, going through huge portions. But I thought this would be a better way of doing it because you could have, you know, for you just being kind of new to it and then just asking me questions. I thought that was one of the, a better way of, 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 how what we could have done for a podcast episode because the guys aren't i don't think they'd want to hear me talk for an hour and more about final fantasy they're not into fan of fantasy so no Mm. they wouldn't even like ask you questions about it i think you know what honestly to be honest i think they would like the remake but my problems they would have problems with it too the added pat the the padding the padding and, and yeah, just pretty much everything I said, I think the problems I had with it, they would have had with too. But mm-hmm. I think they would have, they could find things uh, they would have enjoyed. I think they'd dig it. You know. I hope yeah. so. Yeah. They'd give it a try, you know? As long as it's free, they'll try anything. They're cheap horse. <laughs> but Especially yeah. Especially Bethel. Oh, yeah, he's definitely cheap whore. Um, I, you know what, like, for this being a remake, what I really enjoyed, um, you have all these remakes coming out, you know, Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3, um, you got these major titles, you know, the Crash Bandicoot, Spyro the Dragons, stuff being made from the ground up, you're getting a lot of these things, you know, and Final Fantasy 7 is probably one of the biggest ones, you know, it's, it's the one that everyone wanted, it's the one thing that people were looking forward to and and even when i was streaming people asked do you think what do you want people were asking me i remember in the stream what do you want what's the next final fantasy 7 remake do you want and i was thinking like i know what i would want but i don't think anyone's asking for it as much as final fantasy 7 out of every final fantasy that's out there to be remade nothing has been as vocal or as demanded as 7 out of everything else. Now, you're going to have people be like, well, I want to remake a 6. It's like, well, yeah, no, I know. I want to remake a 9. I want to remake an 8. Personally, I would love a remake of Final Fantasy 4. But unlike where you're seeing Capcom remaking Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3, now we're hearing rumors of 4, and then I also heard, heard rumors of Code Veronica being remade. I don't think Square is going to do that. Hmm. I don't think there's anything else to them they think is in their catalog as big as seven to be remade. You know, is isn't that the one that everybody was demanding anyway? Yeah, everyone was demanding like, it. I, they they've had it on the books for 
a long time. I mean, just teased and people have been wanting it. But there was a... There's just something about Seven that's important to a ton of people. It's important to me. It's important to a lot of people I know and even people out there in the world. Seven is insanely important for many reasons. I have my reasons. And there was a... Uh, commercial they did or, or a little yeah it was like a commercial trailer whatever for Final Fantasy 7 that they ended up doing in Japan that came out like I want to say three months ago and it was and I was watching it and thinking it's the cheesiest thing in the whole world and then by the end of it I started tearing up and I'm like why you know but I knew why and you know I'll explain it real quickly it was a it was a trailer about this guy who never played Final Fantasy 7 and hearing people talk about it at work and he's just like oh it's Final Fantasy 7 oh okay and then he goes you know he lives with his girlfriend and and says oh hey do you know anything about Final Fantasy 7 and she's like yeah Final Fantasy 7 she kind of gets into it a little bit she's like oh you've never played it? he's like no I never have she's like yeah I used to play it. like I used to watch my brother play it when we were little kids I used to watch my brother play it and we had such a fun time and Yada, yada, yada. And she's talking about it. She's talking about her history with it, right? So he's just like, oh, okay. He's like, oh, okay. And, and, you know, then he goes back into work and hears people talking about it. And he starts looking things up. And even the girlfriend was just like, you look like Cloud. You have a, a kind of like a mm face, like kind of like, I don't care. <clears throat> and he's just like, what? Okay. And he starts looking up things, Cloud and all that stuff. And the guys at work are still talking about Seven Remake. And so he's learning more about it. And then he, you know, he's back home with the girlfriend. He goes like, you know, I think uh, uh, maybe we should get like a PS4 so we can get remake. And she's like, oh yeah, you know, like yeah, we should. You want to? It's just like yeah. She's like, well, it's not out yet. And he's just like, no, I know. Then they go to a bar. They're talking about it a little bit more, and this dude off to the side hears about it. And he's like, are you talking about Final Fantasy VII? And he's like, yeah. He's just like, that's the most important game in the entire world and blah, blah, blah. And and the dude still carries the strategy guide for Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> and then, like, he's going through it. And then the girlfriend goes, like, and he starts bringing stuff up, like, Knights of the Round and this and this and that. And she goes, like, yeah. And then that scene. And then he goes, no, no, no. Because, like, he goes, like, no. Like, kind of like, no spoilers. You can't. If he doesn't know, he needs to go in this. You know, it's the most important game ever. The most important thing in the world. Blah, blah, blah. Right? So it, it, it affects him a lot. Like, oh, man, this is, okay, work, his girlfriend, this. And then he talks to her another day and goes, like, you know what? We should get a PS4, you know? And and um, she's like, yeah, we should. And she's like, yeah, we should, we should get it. I'm thinking about getting it. She's like, oh, it's not out yet. It's not out to, for until a couple of months. He's like, well, we can get it for the meantime in, in preparation for it. And get then, a pre-order at GameStop yeah. <laughs> and, you know. And then, you know, and then he, he goes and he walks and then you're getting scenes of people and then, um, the, the, the girlfriend kind of mentioned she hasn't talked to her brother in a long time. And then when she's off to work and he's off to work, she's walking and she gets a text message from her brother. Like, Hey, how are things going? How's everything? Did you hear there's a Final Fantasy seven remake coming out? And it's, and that's what got me was that something that you had, you shared with someone or just had your own story. She had her own story. The guy at the restaurant had his own story. Um, 
the the person the, his friends at work had their own stories playing through the game and he's about to make his own story and memories from it and then that cuz she had kind of mentioned too that she hadn't talked to her brother in years after her dad died and stuff like that and then seeing that kind of like I don't know man it got me super emotional that like that like whether it's Final Fantasy 7 or Resident Evil 2 or Grand Theft Auto any game could be important to anybody and everyone's going to have their own story and and it's important to them and that's what's great about games that's what's great about Final Fantasy 7 because everyone has a story you know it's it's important to them because either it helped them or or what have you but it was something that that affected everybody if you played it you know mm-hmm. so to me that was like that was a good commercial but yeah for yeah for me it was um i had problems with it but they did a great job and uh i'm looking forward to i'm looking forward to what they do with it and see where it keeps going and seeing how the adventure will continue 